If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see 
We've had that already. But there's a big question that we need to explore after this near miss. What really is the permanent solution? I don't have the answers. I've assembled a team that I hopefully will provide us the answers, that I hope will provide us the answers um, to that fundamental question. It's a question that we've been attempting to answer for years because, as you will see, the debt has been piling. We've introduced several measures to try and deal with the energy sector problem so we don't come to the place where we are having threats and sometimes the threats in the past, if you come to the 2013 up onto 2016 era, where the Dumso was a major uh, challenge for this economy. It actually was, was a three-year, almost four years running. Um, this government hasn't had anything close to that, but the threats have been coming nonetheless. So how do we avert that? How do we find a permanent solution to this particular problem? So what is the agreement that was reached over the weekend? I think it must be on Friday that has led to this reprieve. The IPPs tell us today, I'm giving us a sense of the specifics uh, today, that they have agreed that it will be paid, the payment plan covers 35% of the electricity that they generate. This is according to the IPP's chamber uh, speaking to us today. Is that what the agreement actually says? We'll hear the ECG's uh, point of view on this very specific agreement that was reached to take 35% for now. The rest will come over the period. They've also suspended their shutdown as a result of this agreement. But in that document that they issued, they warn that if the rest aren't paid, they will be forced to return to this threat that they put forward over the weekend. In fact, it's been a month, and we were all counting down. Everybody was, was anxious, but it was averted. The man who led that negotiations and made that happen is with me in the studio today to help us walk through this. i really not interested so much about what just happened. I'm interested in the permanent solutions. But also, we need to understand how we got here if you don't diagnose a problem properly, you will be unable to prescribe a proper solution to it. The IPPs thankfully says they will be engaging government and the ECG actively going forward to resolve all the outstanding financial issues. And there are many financial issues to deal with. Government expects to restructure, as we've been told by the finance ministry, I'm talking about the challenges that the government have to deal with, some $1.58 billion of IPP debt. And that in itself is a controversial matter because the IPPs, they are not really in favor of any form of restructuring. But I understand that it's part of the suggestions that have been put forward to them. Um, we'll see what has been the general acceptance within the uh, IPPs generally. They have a chamber, but in the chamber are individual members. And some of the members have different positions on some of the issues. So we need to drill down a bit more. If you look at the government position, they've asked the IPPs to you know, avail themselves of the restructuring. The government needs that space uh, because the debt has been piling. If you look at the IPPs position, they don't want to touch, they don't want government to touch their monies at all. But you know, something has to give. Um, so everybody else gets something at least for now. Now let's talk about the debt situation. If you look at the IPP debt, 1.73 billion is what they put it at. I mean, I will check what, what the latest figure is. But the finance ministry data, the recent briefing that the finance minister put out um, recently, talks about the energy sector uh, legacy debt of 2 billion also. And I know these numbers, if you look at the various documents, some of them are shifting almost all the time. This is according to the finance minister very recently when he did that briefing updating us on the, on the IMF program. He pulled that figure out. The IPPs themselves have pulled this figure out as well. And I've heard that sometimes it, it becomes necessary then to audit so you agree on what is actually owed before you begin to even think about what to pay and who 
to pay. But then you look at the average annual debt, and I found this interesting in the IMF document. And the IMF is actually being suggesting that we will actually still be accumulating an average of uh, $1 billion a year in energy sector debt. And they put a timeline possibly to 2024 ending unless we implement a program that the, the, this, this government's cabinet in 2019 uh, introduced, the energy uh, sector uh, recovery program, which was a fantastic program. And if you look at the IMF program document, it is in there as a solution to our problem. And I've been asking, that program was to last 2019 to 2023, right? That, that is this year. What have we done in terms of meeting the, the targets, the timelines? Because that program had timelines uh, to it. And I find the targets, the objectives in there very noble. IMF document says, unless we implement that document and we implement it fully, we'll still be accumulating $1 billion a year, just energy sector. And this clearly is unsustainable. And you see why the uh, ECG has been complaining. Average annual accumulation for excess capacity, another challenge really, that the government has been harping on this problem, that excess capacity is costing them a lot. And they, the opposition party has disagreed that this is an issue, right? So we'll try and see whether we can reconcile this going forward. But the IPPs contribute significantly to our generation mix, and we can't do without them. Because we took a decision some time back that will bring in IPPs uh, to help us with thermal generation. If you look at the IPPs uh, current, current uh, standing in terms of what they contribute, some 65% of the thermal power, 40% of the total power production. So bottom line, we can't do without them. And this graph tells its own story in terms of the share of the, the mix generally, you know, 1% solar, 38% hydro, and this is where they mostly play uh, in terms of the IPP. So clearly when you look at the picture, we can't do without them, right? And if you do the projections going forward, we possibly will need more of them, not less. But it's all about what kind of agreement are you signing with them? And I'm pretty sure you've heard take or pay and take and pay, right? And which one you do determines whether you are going to be hanged by the debt that you'll be accumulating. And this government had said the nature of the contract that had been signed, that they had inherited, is what is the source of the problem. The opposition party completely disagrees uh, with that view. And so hopefully we can get to resolve this. But the, one of the things that fascinated me is, and one of the reasons why I was asking the fundamental question, how do you resolve this permanently? This latest threat to shut down by the IPPs isn't the first time they've done this. In fact, in the last three years, we have been tracking the timelines. Let's go to 2019 October. They issued a similar threat that they will shut down. 2019. You go to November 2020, again, another threat to shut down. And then you come to what we've been talking about right now, which is this July one that had just been averted. It was ending of June, but of course, we know that you know, we are talking about, uh, we are experiencing no doom so because they have averted again. So they have threatened, at least since 2019, three times at least, to shut down the power plant. And the question I simply want to get to is, how can we stop this threat, avert, threat, avert scenario that we've been repeating at least since 2019? How can we find a permanent solution to this? It is not for the want of trying. The previous government had tried. We set up the Energy Sector uh, Levies Act 
we collected money to deal with the you know debt. It quite didn't solve the problem. We have the uh, Esla PLC. Uh, a lot of us bought into that as well. Bonds. They pay us. You know, they take some of the money, take loan from there, clear some of the debt. As I mentioned, my favorite one is the this government's own initiative in 2019, the Energy Sector Recovery Program, um, which had a clear timeline 2019-2023 to try and resolve the issues, make the, the sector financially viable. Cabinet approved it. So what happened to it? Why are we seeing it in the IMF program? And IMF saying that is what you need to implement. And I've seen the program. Government is committing to fully implement that as well. But the timeline I was set almost elapsing. So clearly something needs to happen. And hopefully my guest will help us with this is not a politics. This is really a national conversation that must be had because at some point we need to stop repeating this this constant refrain, we'll shut down, we'll negotiate, it's averted last minute, they repeat the cycle all over again. Can we say after today, after what happened on Friday, that we'll not come back to a place of threat and avert, that's the conversation I'm going to be having after this. Stay with me. That's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see F-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. Well, it's further. It is That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market. We take equal quantities of flamingo paint and this ordinary paint. We then dilute them with water. And now, let the test begin. The gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the flamingo superior paint. As you can clearly see, flamingo has the obvious better hiding. Furthermore, Flamingo has painted a much larger area. You know, one bucket of Flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market. Flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability, superior hiding, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, simply superior. Salary account, you will enjoy free life insurance, oh. free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole seven, oh. and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Vimwo, this Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, 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 yeah. 
But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I'll go shy my shoe. Hey. Yo, Misef, I'll go check my BB. We going up, never go down. And we stay flat. Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority, under the Caritas Lottery Platform. My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. All of a sudden, my voice I hear different. And when you try a call, <laughs> uh, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one, Black Rock whiskey. Honey whiskey. Shale, honey near their frau. Black Rock whiskey is strong. Now she tastes me as smooth, and it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> Bama, <laughs> Bama. Bring my friend one Black Rock whiskey. Black Rock whiskey, blended with natural honey flavor. Black Rock Whiskey can be a feeling smooth national. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Own your luxury. What if you could enjoy ultra luxury in the environs of Sakumono? What if you could have a share of affluence all to yourself? Step into our five-bedroom executive Ohima suite or our four-bedroom oyster asantua space or our four-bedroom plush kukwa unit and discover a whole world of possibilities. 
It's not just a building, it's a promise of a dream come true. Cherry Tree Properties. We develop spaces as though we were going to occupy them ourselves. Reach us on 0553-662-366 or 0544-299. for joining us and staying with us on PM Express indeed and PM Express always is uh, brought to you by Cherry Tree Properties. We develop spaces as though we were going to occupy them ourselves. Syntex tanks, it is strong, it is tough. Alomo Bites, experience greatness in every moment and Ghana AIDS Commission. And uh, just for our sponsors, I just want you to know if you're looking for a tank that will last you a lifetime, uh, no matter your water needs, Syntex Tanks has it all. Uh, Syntex Tank is first to introduce a double-layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tanks is first to introduce white inner-layer tanks in Ghana. Uh, we now introduce you to the uh, customer specs order. You, indeed, you have to specify your specs, which lets you order any color and size of preference, and it's only available at Syntex Tank. Syntex Tanks gives you the largest, longest warranty of uh, seven years, which no other tank gives you uh, in Ghana. So uh, whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. We have agents nationwide. Please call us on 0244-335-168 or shop online at SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a strong a uh, tough and of course you also may be looking for a house and make sure when you get a house you pay ecg what they are due once you connect to it and it's, it's, yeah, talking about houses territory properties have something really great for you desires are wishes uh, beauty is a promise of happiness but passion is everything thinking about buying a new home talk to those who build with passion sloan square a new gated community development at sakumono is the place you really want to check out developed by cherry tree properties one of a kind well-planned luxury you have never experienced before contact 055 cherry tree properties sophistication and class joining me in the studio is the um head the md of the electricity company of ghana samuel dubik mahama samuel thank you for your time uh, here on pm express i'm grateful uh, to have you uh, joining us uh, tonight once again. In fact, the last time I was in your office, the last time I was in your office, you had shipped everybody away to go and look for money. Uh, so thankfully, uh, I guess you've made a bit. So it's good to come in. The- Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Evening. Also joining us is uh, the uh, ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee in Parliament, uh, John Junapo is my guest. Hello, John. Thanks for your time here on PM Express. How are you doing? Good. Great, great to have you. And, and indeed, uh, Dr. Steve Matea, a long time no see, Doc. I'm grateful that you could join us. Uh, how are you doing, Doc? I'm good. I'm good. Glad uh, to be on the show. Great, great to have you. And of course, the man who uh, has been leading uh, the, the conversations when it comes to the IPPs uh, since they started also is joining us for a conversation, Alec Plem Kabla Apetogbo, uh, who is the CEO of the Chamber of Independent Power Producers. Hello, Alec Plem. How are you, sir? Very well. Thank you. Great. I mean, so just let me start with you just for quick clarity. I understand that the agreement is that you are, you are paid 35% of what you're owed. Is that what it is? Just confirm for me. No, that is not the case. Okay. We receive uh, a proposal from ECG. Uh, basically, it's a structure that we have to look at. I think we've agreed that we'll return later to have a mutual agreement on how we move forward. Okay, but that number, I mean, I heard it on our midday news, you were speaking to my colleagues. Is that a number that reflects what the meeting agreed? And if that's not the number, what was the number that you agreed? Uh, Well, I will not provide that specific detail, but I think our basic demand was that we want at least 30% payment of our IRS as at the end of March. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, That was what actually brought the whole shutdown issue. So uh, we've not achieved that. But at any rate, it's always good to keep a relationship for the benefit okay. of the whole country. So you didn't get 30%. What did you get? <laughs> the, uh, fortunately, we have the MD here. But I think these are commercial details that uh, we cannot make public since we have not sealed the agreement yet. Okay, but you are, you've already confirmed that you didn't get the 30 percent that you were asking for exactly so you got less than 30 percent yes okay um, when will it hit your account the, the, the whatever you got the less than 30 percent you got when would that hit your account or when, when are you expecting that, it to hit your account 
I mentioned that the offer he made uh, is something that we have to look at and get back to the drawing table for us to agree on a mutual point for us to uh, maybe go for the claim into our accounts. No, I mean, I'm, I'm confused because in the statement, you said you had an agreement. So, yes. so I mean, uh, okay. Yes. Uh, we, we ha the agreement, I mean, that we have received his offer or his proposal. Okay. And have agreed that for mutual reasons, we are holding on with our shutdown option and reconvene to agree on the terms that he has proposed in his offer. Oh, I see. Okay. So what it means is, just clarify, okay? What it means is, whatever you have, the IPPs are now going to return to ECG to tell them whether you agree or not. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Actually, there are some material concerns in the, uh, the draft document we received, which actually requires some clarifications mm. as to make a firm agreement. Okay, so you, you don't have an agreement yet. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm okay. everybody's, this is, this is a big deal, so I, I just really want clarity. Your citizens say you have an agreement, but I've just said you say you're now going to consult and come back and sit down to agree on the offer that they've made to you. So yes. you don't you know, have an agreement. The offer he made to us has to be accepted. Okay. And you cannot accept it when you finally agree to the terms of that offer. Okay. So by agreement, I mean that we have mutually agreed that, okay, for the action we want to take, let's hold on, let's okay. suspend it. So the agreement is on the threat of shutdown. You've agreed you will not shut down. Exactly. But the substantive issue of what you're owed and how much you should be paid, you are, they've made an offer to you, you are going to return to the ECG with a position on that offer. Exactly. Okay. Is that what it is? You're hearing this from him. No, I, I get it. But you are the man who negotiated. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's important we have this really cleared up. The most important thing is he so, said is... So, so... Uh, the shutdown is back. It's, no, the shutdown is it's, not it's back. Not, it's, no, sorry. The shutdown is so, a thing of the past. I, I can understand. Had it resolved. I can understand the whole NDA conversations and the call. So, uh, the legacy debt has been ring-fenced. Up to uh, what do you call it, June. The agreement with that I gave to them was from July, moving forward, we are going to try to stay current. But in trying to stay current, we have to be realistic with some numbers based on what is consumed and the collection rate. So we looked at that and then we made them an offer, which, in our opinion, we felt it was quite a substantial amount because it, it varied from from what they've been receiving, maybe more than 100 or maybe 200%. You're paying them, is it enough of to pay a percentage of what you owe them? No. So I'm not looking at the legacy debt. I'm trying to make sure that we stay current moving forward. The legacy debt has been ring-fenced, and that conversation is yet to be had. Okay. But to Legacy forward, debt of how much? How much are you? Because so, I know that's a moving <clears> figure. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what I was explaining to yeah. you earlier, that it's around $2 billion now. Okay. So that's what you've ring-fenced? So this amount you've agreed is what the current So arrears. a month, month or so up to June, ring fence, put down. Now, we are in July. What we take from the power plant this July, we are going to make sure that we pay, pay the new conversations that we've had. Okay. 
You understand? If 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 even we are not supposed, we are not going to reach there. We should make sure that a substantial of that amount is paid. Okay. So you know, the big question that if you ask Ali Klim, he will tell you is why are we where we are now? It's because there's lack of certainty. Mm. Nobody is saying that you shouldn't owe. What makes you a good creditor is how you, you how you service your debt. That's what gives you the, the confidence, or that allows something to be a going concern. Well, the right then to say that this agreement essentially says bring certainty to the conversation about what I am taking from you. Yeah. I'm providing you certainty. Then now, from henceforth, I will pay you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it's a, it's a proposal that was given to them that's backed by a, a bank anyway. So it would be something well, what in the line of maybe like so at the bank. end of July, whatever you've consumed, you will pay them based on based okay. on what we've agreed upon. They would see that that that's a discount. Anything before July, you ring fence, and that's a conversation that you have going forward. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So so that is the agreement. That's the agreement. Okay. Um, let me quickly get quick reactions to that, um, Mr. Jinapo. What's what's your take on this? Very very important. Very very very. The discussion was that you owe me about 1.7 billion, pay 30%, either than that, I cannot stay carrying it. Was that not a discussion? Yeah. Your question was straightforward. What are you doing with that amount outstanding? I'm not hearing that it's being ring fenced. Ring fenced to where? Ring fenced on whose book? When you are ring fencing a liability, it means that either you are creating a special purpose vehicle. Or you are reinforcing it to treat it at the national accounting level. This amount hasn't hit our national accounts. So if you reinforce it, where is it sitting? That is important. You cannot reinforce something and leave it at a bay. You must reinforce it, which means that you are taking it off your balance sheet, like we did with the legacy debt. We had a special purpose vehicle called ESLA PLC. Reinforce the Debt transfer that liability to Esla PLC, and the receivables from the Esla levies is used to handle that liability. So, even hearing today that we are raised, very, very uncertain. Even we are speaking to the committee chairman, we will take this up at parliament. I can understand that they are very hesitant to give you information. Going forward, what bills are you going to be paying? We know the monthly bills. I even pay 100% of that bills, knowing that you cannot. But that is a fact. ECG in its current state cannot pay 100% of our that advice. I have the latest ECG report, and I'll just go to the document. ECG 2023 work plan for Parliamentary Select Committee, page 3 of 36. This was presented by the current ECG. If you look at 2022, their sales, I'm not talking of purchases, for purchases could be another man. I'm talking of what they sold. They sold 10 billion and collected about 7 billion. So there's a 3 billion gap in terms of collection. And this collection includes areas. Not staying current, because this collection includes people who owed previously and through very aggressive measures that the current MD is taking. And maybe his predecessor, it does appear that they are recouping something. So I thought that they would be honest with us and tell us that I want to stay current with say 60% with 50%, so that the discussion then will be that the difference, how do we treat it? 
Mm. When you open up that way, all of us can bring suggestions. But when the IPP chamber and ECG itself appears not to want to tell the public what exactly they've agreed to, it's problematic. Okay. Anyway, when they appear before the committee... Stay, stay, stay with me. I'll come to you quickly okay. on that. Let me just get uh, Dr. S.C. Matthias' quick take. Doc, you've heard the, uh, the skeleton of their agreement. Give me your quick reaction. Yes, it gets um, a bit confusing. And, and I'm quite surprised that, uh, of course, on the part of ECG and the independent power producers, I can understand why they are being tight-lipped in terms of the terms of the proposals that have been made to them. And, and, and so it does not really help. Do I can understand? It does not help the conversation. Um, my good friend, John Jinapo, who I know is a member of the Mines and Energy Committee, does not also seem to know the details. Meanwhile, we were told that the committee was the one that facilitated this conversation mm. between the power producers and ECG. In fact, you're right. In, the, there, was a whole paragraph, there was a whole paragraph in the statement that was issued and signed by Alec Plim that gave a lot of credit to the Mines Energy Committee. He spoke English. Exactly. I'll do so it's I'll quite do surprising it. that Honorable on, on, on John Jinapo seems to be in the dark in terms of what was discussed uh, through the fa uh, facilitation of the Mines and Energy Committee. Uh, be that as it may, um, I'm aware that the new management of ECG has been doing a number of things to improve revenue collection. And I want to believe that perhaps the data in respect of the efforts being made and the results may have counted in trying to provide assurances to the IPPs uh, in terms of the ability of ECG to be able to meet substantial part of its uh, um, what indebtedness going forward. Um, I'm, 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 I know, for instance, that and we all know, actually, the aggressive revenue collection efforts they made in recent times and They've given the assurance that this is not going to be a nine-day nine wonder. They're going to con continue with the revenue collection. I also know that they are doing some metering audits. Uh, in fact, they've been to my house on two occasions trying to um, assess the meter and, and make sure that the meters are reading correctly and, again, trying to check illegal connections and stuff like that. Uh, we also know that part of this problem has been the involvement of the political class in the procurement of meters. Mm. At one point, every Tom, Dick, and Harry was bringing in meters, and this is not, this is, this is not allow for standardization. And so we have substandard meters in the system which are not reading accurately and shortchanging ECG. Uh, all these have to be sorted out, and I know there are plans to do this. And so it gives me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite... Um, convinced that it is the data arising out of these interventions and plans of ECG that has given the IPP some assurance. Okay, stay with me. You heard Junapos questions yeah. um, that he's posed on, on what you've just told us, if I both you and Elik Blim. What's your reaction to that? You know, first of all, some, some things are quite sad because I have never shied away from speaking to anybody. In fact, Maybe my approach to or what I'm about to say, but the honorable ranking member, I have never denied access to him to talk about issues. 
or even if he decides to reach out to me about issues. I met the, not to sound a bit, um, how do I put it? But there is a problem. It's about where you position yourself on the problem and how to solve it. What is the problem? We owe. Can we pay? No, we can't. What do we do from now moving forward? The IMF or the World Bank has given you certain conditions to meet. He said it clearly. 100% the amounts, if we leave those PPEs the way they are, we cannot. We cannot pay. That's the truth. So what do you do? We are in a unique position. In any, in any situation you find yourself, what makes things beautiful is that the people you are working with are willing to adapt. That's what we found with all these PPEs. In, that, in, in other words, the IPPs? The IPPs are willing to adapt. The funniest thing is this. In all of these, these same IPPs are also looking for new PPAs. You understand? It's a conversation to be had. You cannot look at one person and say you're 30%. You see, one of the vagueness of the whole request was pay us 30%. Was it to pay 30% to each company or bring 30% of the entire amount and then we share it according to what? The, the whole conversation was there. Do we have the capability to pay? No. So if we don't have you the don't, capability, you don't have capability to, to pay 30%. Pay, wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if we had the capability to pay the IPPs, we would pay the IPPs. Current and, and, uh, and, legacy. and legacy. But my focus as a company was to say, let's make sure that moving forward, moving forward, this is what we are going to do. And this was solely based on what the Ministry of Finance instructed me and said, look, we are going to find a way. You are supposed to negotiate with everybody on a case-by-case basis. Come back to me with your, your negotiations and stuff. Let me see what the figures are. And then we'll find a way to what? Clear those debts. So till then, just make sure that you don't add anymore. So call everybody to the table. These are your firm instructions. See what the way forward is. Because with every single bill that you get, there's a portion that wasn't used. And the portion that wasn't used, what do you do? It doesn't go through the tariff. So if it doesn't go through the tariff and it's not going to be reclaimed, it's sitting on ECG's books. And these are the same, some of these IPPs have government guarantees. What was the rationale with the government guarantee? You understand? Have any of them called on the guarantee? Um, one of them called on the, one of the, on the, on the guarantee and took, and took what they had to take, but still, there was still something left. You understand? So the, you cannot treat all IPPs the same. He has a question. You've ring-fenced legacy debt as part of negotiations recently. What what ring fenced it? How so, and, and with what vehicle? When I used the word ring fenced, I used it as ring fenced. I'm giving it to the finance ministry for further discussions mm-hmm. because I was given firm instructions not to touch that. Okay, so that was not part of your mandate. That was not part of my mandate. Your mandate was to remain current. That's it. Deal with going forward. Don't That's accumulate it. more. Look, if you pick a PPA or you pick any contract in this sector, it has three components that you have to carefully analyze. Mm. The first one is a financial component. The second one is an operational component. And the last one is a societal or a social component. Now, you are obliged to send electrification to certain areas in the country. How do you recoup your money from that? That's one. Operationally, there are times that you have to take certain decisions 
to make sure that the system is viable at the expense of maybe one IPP or at the expense of uh, some residential area. Because you need to know where you make your money, so you have to balance it out. If you look at it financially, you'll be solely looking at it as is. Do you get what I mean? What, as in, this is the debt, $2 billion. But believe you me, the conversations being had, there is a possibility for that $2 billion to drop to a ridiculous amount that none of us even envisaged in the first place. I don't want to preempt because we've had conversations with every single IPV separately. And we've had conversations as to what looks realistic and what doesn't look realistic. And those agreements to somewhat, a few of them, we have something like a, some understanding. So based on that understanding, they said, some of them agreed some figures here and there. And that was what we looked at to agree on what? Moving forward. But it's interesting you say that the mandate going into these negotiations wasn't um, legacy. Because a lot of the conversation, even for the IPPs, it came in with debt. You owe us. Even with the IPPs, the IPPs, most of them, when you talk to them, they all know the World Bank is in. Okay. So they all have an idea. That Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Some money coming in or there's some money going to come their way. But everybody wants to stake their claim. So everybody is trying to stake their claim. It's not my place to negotiate that. You understand? So who's going to do the, the, this next phase of that, that next phase is going to be jointly done between ECG and Ministry of Finance. When will that start? The Attorney General's office. When will that start? It started this afternoon. Uh, on Wednesday, there's going to be further consultations. And then we sit down and finalize. So, to be clear, you are now going to negotiate over the IPP's debt. Legacy, Legacy debt. debt. Yeah. But you see, they have to be operational. Is that, that is what you've agreed. Exactly. So I think that is sure. fair. Yeah, be, so be, but you I, can't go ahead. But just for a lot of people, including myself, yeah. up until now, yeah. I've always been under the impression that all of the last one month, you were actively negotiating legacy debt. <laughs> At least that's what Elegrim has, has, has said. That was, what, that was what we were trying to do, to negotiate legacy debt. But you, as you can realize, government from December has said they are not paying certain things, certain debts. Now, government is still in negotiation. They are going to the Paris Club. They are going to the Euro bondholders. Mm-hmm. So let government finish those conversations. Let's see what discounts they get. And let the finance minister come and talk. Mm. You understand? Elik Plim, quickly on on that. So now we have clarity. The conversations with you, your your real debt that you're complaining had the ring fence. The conversation really is about going forward and remaining current. Well, thank you. I'm actually uh, hearing from him the first time that our legacy debt has been ring fenced. (laughs) We actually presented two issues. That is two uh, cases. The first one is how do you pay or pay us our arrears? Then going forward, how do you ensure sustainability? He presented a solution, a proposed solution to sustainability going forward. And that is what we are looking at. We've not had any discussion with regards to the legacy that has he mentioned. So uh, 
we are really concerned about that because those legacy that are actually needed. I know. Okay, so that's the first part of it. So what about the second part, which is what he says the agreement really revolves around? Remaining current. And that going forward, they will pay you what you build them. And they will pay you and remain current. Exactly. That is an option or a solution that we are happy about. That we do not want further accumulation of debt going forward. Like, you know, our kind of business runs on cash. So if we do not have sufficient funding or payment for our services, it worries the business. Within two, three months, look at the numbers of the accumulation. So we want to avoid such a situation. So that you've agreed to already, that you've closed, you've closed this conversation around remaining current. Oh, yes, we accepted that uh, offer he made. But like I said, there are some material content of the document he presented to us that we need to sit down again and agree, have a mutual position that favors everybody. Okay, so earlier you said this is the first time you're hearing that the legacy debt has been ring-fenced, etc. So what was your understanding before tonight? You were, you were well, in negotiations. You obviously have been in negotiations. Yes. Let me put it this way that we, like I said, we presented two issues. The first one I mentioned has to do our legacy that are going forward. Mm -hmm. So in the solution that we are actually expecting uh, largely has to do with the outstanding that we required. We mentioned that we are in default to our lenders. So obviously we are looking for a portion of the outstanding to clear our lenders. And also how do we go forward our operation? Do we need to go and borrow again to keep the plants on? No. What are they doing to ensure liquidity, solvency of the sector? That is what we are talking about. And today, um, Mr. Dubig Mama says the conversation about legacy debt started. Were you part of it? Started well. Well, we no. Okay, but he's also I clarified that going for the finance ministry together with them will lead that conversation. Yeah, the engagement we had with the Ministry of Finance, respectively, was basically uh, a formation of new negotiation team that may, I don't know if they are looking at the legacy debt or ECG is taking that as a responsibility. Okay, Mr. Ginapo. First of all, let me just clear this. Uh, Dr. Mantel, indeed, we made the IPPs. When you play the key role and encourage them to meet, they finally had a very fruitful meeting on Friday. Parliament says tomorrow. So until Parliament convenes tomorrow, it will be very difficult to get official information. We get a lot of grievance information from our own sources. But when you're on such a program, you're a bit cautious. You want to put out verified information that comes before the committee. Uh, Mr. Dubik, as a Jew, that is just five days ago. You couldn't pay these items. And so you classified, and based on your way, you said Jew as legacy. And then you're saying this July, you have instructions from the finance minister that you should take care of it. The first question anybody who understands this sector would ask is that what has fundamentally changed between June and July yeah. such that you can stay 100% current with the items? That is really fundamental. 
Man, tell me that when we are making these promises. Um, Mr. Jinapo, he says he has an answer for you. Uh, if that's a fundamental question. Please hold your thought. Let's see if we can get an answer to that question quickly. Again, you know, transparency in this sector is, is key. The level of dishonesty and intellectual dishonesty actually in this sector doesn't help for growth. In our own style of being negative in this sector is what is killing the sector. I shared the same sentiment with the IPP chamber. I subjected ECG, in fact, with the permission of my board chair, we subjected ECG to a KPMG audit. You see, the Honorable chairmed out some figures. That's what I'm saying. Honorable, if you had spoken to me, you would realize that fundamentally there were some operational issues and now those operational issues are gone. The transformation of the company is almost there. This is the KPMG document. Mm -hmm. This is ECG at 2022. He said 7 billion, which is true. This is ECG January to me. How much is that? 4, 4 billion. That's uh, 3.91 billion. There is 1.6 debt that has been used against, that's a collection that has been used against ECG's taxes to clean ECG's books to make ECG what, viable to borrow. So that if you add this 1.6 to this 3.9, you're talking about 5 point something billion. As at what? May. May 2023. Can we, can we still focus on so, this? So, so you're saying, so, so to, to, to direct to his question, in July, yeah. you are in a position to pay IPPs 100% when they send you a bill. So what I'm saying to you is this. As of now, the company's fortunes are turning around. Yeah, but the question, can you answer directly? So I'm going to answer you directly. As Elikulim told you, we are going to pay them exactly what we promised that we were going to pay 100%. them. 100%. But that's again, before that, you'd be, you're going to be mischievous with that because I initially told you that as is now, with the, with the bills they are bringing, it is not sustainable. Mm -hmm. So we have started engaging them on these take-or-pay components to change the conversation from the amounts that they are talking about. Because to be honest with you, the figures they have now, they are not sustainable. Okay, but you are talking about the remaining current. So yeah. at the end of July, when yeah. they bring you a bill, it will be will current. You pay would you pay it in full? It will be current. In full? Yeah. 100%. Based on the understanding we have with all of them individually, yes. I'm not trying to go back to Jinapo because it was his substantive yeah. turn. This 100%, is it based on a renegotiated contract? It's based on a renegotiated conversation on the financials, which at the end of the day, the attorney general will look at because it has its own uh, implications. And then whatever the necessaries need to be done will be completed for it to move forward. Okay. But they have agreed in principle on those figures until such a time for those figures to take effect until such a time that when it's done, then it becomes... Do you expect that the bill you get at the end of July will be lower than what you got before July, based on the renegotiation? Yeah. That's, why you're confident. Have an understanding. That's why you're confident you can yeah. pay in full. Yeah, okay. we have an understanding on how to strip to strip the... So they will still bring their old bill, yeah. but we have an understanding on how to strip it and give them what we are supposed to give. Mr. Jinapo. The spokesperson for the IVPs is live on your program. Is that what they've agreed? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I so, but, I mean, so, but you, you are actually right, Mr. Jinapo. You, you, should I put that to him so that, so that we can all be wiser? Right? Then you can come back in. Let's do that. 
know what, what Dr. Steve Mantel, because he's put up two issues. The first one to do with legacy debt, that there was an agreement. There's post person for the IDP saying, no, they are not aware of that. Now there's a second one that says that they've come to an agreement on this month, July, how the bills will be treated, and that it was stripped the bill down. And I'm saying the spokesperson for the IPPC is right here. Is that the agreement you had with them? I mean, Ghanaians want to know. Yeah, but so let's, let's ask him. Let, let's, ask, let's ask him. Stay with me, because okay. it's your substantive turn. I promise you get that. But let's clarify that. I mean, that's, is that your understanding? No. So. Okay, so explain. Okay, so, so let me go forward. He says no. No, no, I wanted to, no, sorry, sorry, forgive me, because of, let, me, let him explain why no. Mr. Uh, please, why no? They're on a case-by-case case basis. Yeah, oh, please, I can't hear him. Please, I'm here for me. Yeah, okay. I have, I have indicated that he made an offer to us based on going forward. And I said, generally, we are expecting a solution to all our outstanding now, he is making a point that he has engaged all the IPPs individually and have come to an agreement. And to the best of my knowledge, uh, there was no agreement like that because we have real-time information uh, amongst ourselves. So uh, I would be glad if we can confirm or clarify further. Okay, stay with me, and let me go to Junapo, and I'll hear from Dr. Simatia. Yes, Mr. Junapo. I would, I would appeal to my brother, the ECTMD, to tread a bit cautious. Look, this is a document submitted to Parliament, Memorandum on the Capital Financing Agreement. This issue of even your so-called reinforcement, it has a hold. Just this week, this Friday, they submitted a memo. They want to borrow 600 and Six hundred and twenty million dollars to pay car powers fuel, Letasco's fuel, all these are part of the legacy debt. And so when today, even after the ministries presented this to us, I'm hearing from ECG, which is a company, ECG is not government, and saying that now they're going to reference it, it sends very mixed signals. <laughs> I can agree, ECG, that you are in the tight corner. I can agree that things are difficult, but I think that we should tread cautiously in raising people's expectations. Even right on this program, the very IPPs you are engaging with, you are not in tandem with them. When it comes to legacy debt, you are not in tandem with them. When it comes to going forward in terms of the bills to keep current, you are not in tandem with them. Because eloquence speaks for all the IPPs. It's because the IPPs cannot speak individually. That is why they've come together as a chamber and they've elected a spokesperson. And when they appeared before the Mines and Energy Committee, we had clarity that he speaks for them. So when he speaks, I can't take it lightly. Also, ECG, I can tell you for sure that even if you were to collect all the sales 100% this month, you cannot pay the items. Because of the exchange rate differentials alone, a couple of months ago, the exchange rate was 6.5. Today, it's about 11. You haven't received a tariff increment commensurate to that. So let's be careful. If you've been in this sector for a while, it's a very difficult terrain. And when you are making commitments, especially on a program such as this, be careful not to tell the people of Ghana that you make 100% 
Canaan. Other than that, end of June, yeah, and the days are quick. They might submit the days to you, and you have it very, very tough. Um, uh, let, me, let me hear from uh, Dr. Steve Mattel. Doc, I mean, let me begin this next part of the phase of the conversation, which is, which is really, we've had the shutdown has been averted. We've had the details of the plan. I mean, there are issues that still need to be ironed out. The big question is, how do we ensure that we don't come back to this point? You, everything you've heard tonight, everything you've heard tonight, Dr. C. Mateo, yeah. Where where would you put where would you put the the pendulum in terms of when you swing it in terms of how do we avoid I mean this back and forth the conversations around shutting down or shutting down what's what's a sustainable solution to this problem? Well, the solution I see to this problem lies in ensuring efficiency at ECG. Exactly, and this is where I want the new managing director to tell us exactly what he's doing to reduce technical and commercial losses. I know ECG also will need asset renewal. Yeah, machines, transformers are all old, and if you don't change them, there's no way you can achieve that efficiency level. How do they intend to raise money to finance their capital investments to be able to bring about efficiency? I think this is where we need to focus the conversation. Uh, otherwise, whatever we do, even if we have to raise tariffs um, and we don't deal with the inefficiencies, we'll always be back to the same situation. I mean, the challenge of um, inefficiency and unsustainability of, of debt, ECG soon debt, and, and, and ability to keep the lights on. So I think that the managing director should be telling us. I'm aware of certain things being done, but I don't know how much that translates into in terms of additional savings or revenues coming in to help ECG deals deal with these um, debt challenges. I'll get him to another question, but I want to take a quick break. When I return, we also need to diagnose this problem, where we are, where we are. And as I said in my intro, these threats didn't start today. Since 2019, there have been three of them already. And now we are having a conversation around how to ensure that this remains the last time IPPs will threaten to shut down. But we've heard from governments suggest, and the government has suggested, that the current problem is fundamentally based on the contracts that were signed before. And I know that's a very controversial area. When I return, I'll get John Judapo, who was the deputy power minister, to, to deal with that for me very quickly about the contract that was signed then, what really were the rationale for them, and does he accept that it's part of the problem today? And if that's the case, how do you resolve it going forward? And then uh, Mr. Dubik Mahama was also chipping about some of the questions that Dr. C. Batia has asked. What is a long-term plan to ensure we don't return to another threat of shutdown that then is averted last minute only for us to return to that same point again? Stay with me. Right, so 